everybody. Welcome to Life Awakening. As always, I'm your host, Coach Kelly Taney, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. I am loving this fall weather. I'm just going to say that out loud. Like, don't get me wrong. I am a summer girl. I love the sun and the heat and the beach and all that other kind of stuff. But it's football season, man. You got to have a little bit of chill in the air to really like appreciate football season for what it is. So, uh, but I want to say thank you guys to everybody that came out yesterday to our rip the bandaid off workshop. It was absolutely amazing. I think we had like 10 people there total, including me and Monique and our photographer that took care of um, all of our video footage and uh, pictures and all that other kind of good stuff, which is uh, Kathy Morrison. Love you. Thank you. She's also one of my personal training clients that I had at the gym before I retired. So I love her to death. She is super awesome. And um, I just appreciate her so much for always stepping up and, and helping out when I need her in that arena. She's amazing. So what I want to talk to you guys about today is like the healing journey. That's what Rip the Band-Aid rip the band-aid off was about is our healing journey you know we we all have traumas or have experienced some kind of trauma whether it's a physical trauma whether it's like we're overridden with grief because we lost somebody and sometimes losing somebody means it's it, that we're mourning their loss of a relationship not that somebody's passed on over into the afterlife it's just that relationship is no longer there and and that had been our life for so long we just don't know how to function without that person in our life because they were they were a part of us and I get that I've been there I've mourned the relationship and lost 10 pounds in the process of doing that because I couldn't eat it I had a physical reaction in my body to that person not being a part of my life so I, I get all of those things and what we talked about yesterday was the healing of those things how to look at your trauma from a different perspective how to heal the emotions and the hurt and the pain of the trauma and one thing that that we tried to get across was that People can only meet you at their level of healing. And by that, I mean, when people do things to hurt other people, they're doing it out of their own hurt. They're not doing it because they have something against you. We just typically sometimes tend to get caught in the crosshairs of their hurt. And it sucks. It really does. But until we understand that hurt people hurt people, will never completely understand the the depths of why people do what they do and we won't be able to step outside of our own circumstance in order to look at the bigger picture and when i i say it like that because you know when you're inside the jar you can't read the label and the jar is our life and so when we're in the jar and somebody's shaking the jar all we're caught up in is the jar is shaking and I'm caught up in all of this turmoil and this hurt and this pain and I'm being, being beat up by life. We can't read the label on the outside of the jar. And that's a big, that's a big deal. Like we, we've got to figure that out. And, and when I say we, I did not do this. I did not hold this workshop by myself. My girl, Monique Gaffney, uh, she is the spirit led coach. She is also the founder of Core Wound Healing. 
and I'm, I was super blessed to have met her through a Facebook group called Speaker Sisters. We're both part of that group. We had bought an online program, um, which included that group of other women who are wanting to build their speaker career. And so it was super amazing to have met her in there. And uh, she's also in the SoCal area. She lives up in Temecula. And we met in person because we just wanted to have that community. Like it's great to be in the computer and great to have those friendships inside that little box on our screen, but to actually have that physical connection with somebody and to meet them in person and see what your chemistry and connection is gonna be is amazing. And so like we met in person and we had this amazing connection and chemistry and literally after that one meeting we was like oh my god we need to do a workshop together and so when we we sat down and talked about it that's how rip the band-aid come come about and you know i give her the credit for the name for the title of the workshop that was all her uh it was super awesome to to work with her and you know we teach the same core healing idea we just come at it from two different perspectives and two different ways because like the way I teach may not resonate with everybody and the way that she teaches may not resonate with everybody. So when we teach together, we reach more people and it's a, it's a beautiful synergy of energy <laughs> that we, we bring together to the table. And it was really awesome to, to see the women diving into our stories, diving into the healing there were lots of tears. There were lots of hugs. Uh, they were speaking about things that they haven't haven't spoke about before publicly ever. And to be able to have the courage and the transparency to do that and to start that healing journey and know that they just took a step to changing their lives was truly amazing and wonderful. And I was so blessed to be a part of that. And so uh, I will have another workshop coming soon. I just got to look at my calendar and plan it all out and will probably be in November, uh, probably the first or second weekend in November. Just like I said, I have to look at my calendar and uh, this one I'll be doing on my own is probably going to be about gratitude uh, since Thanksgiving is is right around the corner. And I know that's atypical and Thanksgiving. Oh, do your gratitude journal. Da, 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 da. I, I want to instill in you that gratitude should be every day. And so that's probably what I'm going to do uh, in in November but I'll figure it out and I, you guys will be the first to know. Uh, as always, I thank you for joining me on my podcast today. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I wanted to really dive into a lot of different things today. One being, as I said earlier, people can only meet you at their level of healing. And when we realize that we can really change our perspective on things that hurt us and move forward and create a life it is that we've always wanted and dreamed of. We're going to talk about self-worth. We're going to talk about, you know, how we tend to let people judge us and how to stop that. You know what I mean? And, and I don't mean like being in somebody's face and saying, okay, stop judging me. What I'm saying is let them think whatever it is that they think and you be detached from it because you have to realize that when they come in and they start judging you, they're, they're coming in at a part of your story. They're judging you off a very small part of your story that they walked in on. And you do that to yourself as well. Like I, I need you guys to stop judging yourself and others for the part of the story that you see because you don't know everything that happened to them to get them to where they are. 
or why they think they think what why they think or believe the way that they think or believe and people don't understand the way you think or believe the reasons you think or believe the way you do until they sit down and have a conversation with you and they find out your story like nobody can walk your journey but you nobody can walk my journey but me and so it's a, it's really a big deal i think you know rip the band-aid off and seeing seeing the the wound and and getting air back in your lungs basically breathing life back into into the wound and helping it heal so think about this for a second when you when you when you have a wound you've scraped your knee or you got a cut you put a band-aid on it to keep the dirt and keep the germs out for a second but as soon as it starts healing you know if you don't take the band-aid off it stays gooey it stays moist and it stays sore and it stays tender and so you have to rip the band-aid off and let fresh air get to it let it let it breathe so that it can heal and so we have to do that to our wounds as well and so that's that's what this is about and you know another thing that I want to talk about today too is you know we can't we can't heal the people that we love they have to do that journey themselves and so I, I, I've got a lot to, to help you with that as well. And like I said, I want to talk about your self-worth and how we allow other people to make us feel a certain way about our worthiness and about being good enough. And, you know, how we let the, the opinions of others dictate what it is that we do when we start valuing other people's opinion more than we value our own. Um, and it affects our it affects our confidence and our and our self-worth and our self-image and our self-esteem. So I want to I want to dive into all of that today and I want to um help lift you guys up and help you see that you have the power to change your life at any time. Uh you just have to take the step. Like that's that's the that's the hardest and probably probably the the best advice that I can give you is, you know, know that you have to heal number 1, number 2, take a step. Because it doesn't matter how many words that I give you. Words don't teach. It doesn't matter what I say, how often I say it. I, I say a lot of words and I come to you every week and I, and I do my very best to give you as much value and give you as much tangible information. And I share so many of my own personal experiences because I hope that you will learn from my experience and not have to go through that yourself. That's always my purpose. And, you know, repetition if I keep saying the same thing over and over and over again, eventually it will be instilled because you are taking it in. And that's that's the win. You know what I mean? I, I, I will never say anything to hurt you. I will only say things to build you up and lift you up and, and steer you in a better direction than where you are now. If that's the direction that you choose to go. So let's take a moment and listen to my awesome sponsors for this week. And we will be right back. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for uh, taking a moment to listen to my sponsors and joining and coming back and joining me. So, you know, earlier I said people can only meet you at their level of healing. I want to expand on that just a moment. So not only can they not meet you except at their level of healing, they can only meet you at their level of understanding and their level of consciousness. So what does that mean? So healing, of course, is it, it seems to be super simple. Like, so if you're hurting and you haven't healed, so let's let's use divorce in that scenario. So let's say that you're going through a divorce in your mind. 
it is you guys are just not compatible anymore you both grew in different directions you're not in love anymore there's not anything fallible outside of that you guys just aren't happy together and you've tried and you've tried and you've tried and you just want to go your separate ways but you both you have children and you both want to have an amicable relationship so that you can co-parent effectively for your children you want the their dad to be a part of their life he wants you to be the great mother you want all those things and you want each other to be happy you're just not happy together okay that seems super simple right i wish more divorces would happen that way even though they don't that would be a great place to be but if we all worked on our healing divorce may become a thing of the past and not be so common anymore now let's throw in the salty girlfriend the salty girlfriend just went through a really nasty breakup maybe even a really nasty divorce her significant other may have cheated maybe he's got another another woman on the side maybe they you know what whatever their reasons are she's angry she's bitter she's hurt and she's turned into a man hater and all men suck and if you're going through a divorce you need to hate your you need to hate your husband if you're going through a breakup you need to hate your ex you shouldn't have anything to do with them and she's just negative nelly and like there's nothing positive coming out of her mouth about a relationship because she's not done any healing whatsoever she's not even attempted to start the healing process because she's so hurt this relationship could have ended three years ago but she's still blaming him for all of her hurt. You're going through a divorce now and she wants to turn you into the man hater she is because misery loves company. Does any of that sound familiar? Do you know somebody like that? Okay, she can only meet you at her level of healing, which is non-existent. So who you surround yourself with is who you become. They influence you whether by default or on purpose. I talk about this all the time. Now, her level of consciousness cannot understand how you, who is going through a divorce, going through a hard time, can even fathom keeping your child's father as a friend and being able to co-parent effectively. She wasn't able to do it because she could only see her hurt. She wanted nothing to do with him. She wanted her children to have nothing to do with him, even though it's hurting her children by not letting the father have a part in their life. She can't see that though, because her level of healing, her level of understanding will not allow her to see that. Her level of consciousness will not allow her to see that. Does that make sense? So when, when people are doing things and saying things, you have to be able, you have to be in a place in your own level of healing, your understanding, your consciousness, that you can give them grace for where they are. If you've already made your peace with your husband and both of you are under that understanding, we're just not happy together. We're better apart you you have to be so solid in those thoughts and so solid in those feelings and so solid in your understanding and your consciousness that you're not going to let the salty girlfriend affect your thought processes and plant seeds of negativity that's going to affect your situation does that I, I and i hope that resonates with you now let's let's talk about your self-worth for for a moment and how it's related 
to your healing. People tend to measure their self-worth by how other people respond to them. So if you're trying to love somebody, you have a lot of strong feelings for somebody, you like them immensely or whatever, they're not reciprocating that. They're not showing you the amount of love that you're dishing out. They're not showing the amount of friendliness that you're putting out. You take that personally and you say, I am not lovable. I'm not good enough. Cut that shit out. Them not reciprocating your love or your friendliness or likeness or whatever that is has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with it's about them. Maybe they haven't healed enough to be ready for a relationship. Why is it not okay for somebody to like you? Why is it not okay for somebody to not love you back? If they're not ready to love you and you cling to them and you try to force them into a relationship, they're not ready for all you're going to do is add more hurt to you and then add hurt to them. You're bringing their baggage into your relationship and, and trying to, to just pack more clothes on top of it, thinking that it's going to make it all better. And all it's going to do is make it worse. And eventually that suitcase that they're carrying around with all of their hurt and their pain and their trauma in it, and they're packing more stuff, packing more stuff, packing more stuff. Have you ever seen those suitcases where people pack so much stuff in it and they try to close it and they put the straps over and there's so much shit in it that it just explodes and pops open because the Fans can't hold it closed anymore. That's what happens every time you don't heal before you get into something else. And I'm sp specifically talking about relationships because relationships tend to be where we get the most hurt. All right. So if you don't take the time to heal from that bad relationship, that divorce, a bad relationship with your parents, an argument with your children, whatever that is, if you don't find the core of that why it hurt and you don't do your own healing whether the other person does their healing or not i'm not saying that you have to forgive them although that would be nice and i do recommend it i'm not saying you have to go to them and say i forgive you and even if you do go to them and say i forgive you that does not mean that you have to allow them back in your life Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is about your healing. Forgiveness is about untying God's hands to heal you. Forgiveness is, about, is not about letting the other person off the hook. It's about letting you off the hook. They hurt you because of what they're going through. They didn't hurt you because of you. Them not accepting you has nothing to do with you. Them not accepting you means that they're not ready to accept anyone in their life. You hear me talk about we all put out a vibration. Like I, we, we put out a, a magnetic field out of our body. Everybody's magnetic field is different. Some people are going to be drawn to us and others are not. When you put the, the two pieces of a magnet together, they will stick together and you can't shake them apart. If you flip one of the magnets and put it on the other side, they repel each other. You may have a strong attraction to somebody but their attraction to you is on the repel because they haven't done their work. They haven't done their healing. And so anything that resembles a relationship is, is a propellant to them. And you, that's not your fault. So tying your self-worth and saying, I'm not lovable, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy to 
how they respond to you is doing nothing but hurting you and it's wrong. Them, them responding to you in their way has everything to do with them and absolutely nothing to do with you. If you get nothing else out of what I say today, I hope that you take that to the bank and you put it in your memory bank and you lock it away and you repeat it to yourself every day until you get it. People judge people all the time and, I, and I'm, not, I'm not free of judgment. Like I'm, I, I will have thoughts run through my mind all the time and look at somebody like, what the hell? And, and, and I don't mean it in a judgmental way and I would never say it to them. And I have to check myself on a regular basis coming from the personal trainer world. And I'm just going to use that as an example coming from the personal trainer world. When I see people doing exercises that are going to hurt themselves, I really have a what the hell moment. I'm looking at this like, what the hell are you doing? Like, do you not know that's going to hurt you? And, and in all honesty, I know consciously, I understand consciously, they have no idea what it is that they were doing because if they did, they wouldn't do it like that. Now, if I go to that person and I was like, hey, I saw you working out. I saw you doing this exercise. What, where are you feeling that? What, what muscle are you trying to work? Is, and, and does, do you feel any pain when you do that? Because honestly, 95% of the time, they have no idea. Ergo, their level of consciousness, their, their, their level of understanding, maybe even their level of healing. And when I ask them those questions, they're like, oh my God, I had no idea. So I had to like step back for a second and just say, hey, just say something to them and see if you can help them. You've got to stop letting people judge you by the small part of your story that they walked in on. Okay? Like, and I say letting them judge you because you're allowing their opinion or their judgment to affect your self-worth. They walked in on a small part of your story they're just getting like a, 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 bl a blinders view, like a horse, like, you know, a horse wears blinders. So he's not distracted from side to side. So it's like they have blinders on and they see what is right in front of them. And they're making a snap judgment in that second about where you are in your life because of the part of your story that they see right here, right now. And that's it. And when they make that snap judgment, even though they don't know your story, they haven't walked your walk. They haven't been in your shoes. They know nothing about you other than what they see right in front of them and maybe a five second interaction with you and something in their energy makes them judge you probably wrongly and you take that to heart and you allow that to affect your self-worth. Like, don't allow them to affect, like, it goes back to other people's opinions. And you hear me say this all the time. And thank you, Rachel Hollis, for saying this in one of your speeches, because I totally stole the saying and I've made it my own and I put a little twist on it. Like other people's opinion of you, other people's judgment of you, you need to take that shit up to the nosebleed section and drop it off. Like their opinion of you does not matter. They don't get a VIP opinion in your life. Nobody gets to judge you, but you, you and your higher power. That's the only judgment. And hell, you need to quit judging yourself for the part of the story that you're in right now. Because the part of your story that you're in right now is 100% related and tied to, to the level of healing that you have done or not. It's 100% tied to the level of uh, understanding and consciousness that you have right now or not. 
that's it. So if you're in this place that you're in in life, maybe you're feeling broke, busted, and disgusted. Maybe you're upset because you're not in a relationship. Maybe you're upset because you lost a relationship. Maybe you just lost a job, whatever. You haven't done your healing. You haven't took the time to unscramble your brain, your heart, your emotions, your feelings, whatever that looks like, long enough to, to make any changes long enough to take a step and say okay this happened this is what i learned this is what i need to do this is the direction i need to go that is my destination and take a step because until you learn how to do that your level of healing your level of consciousness and your level of understanding is going to keep you stuck in this place where you keep judging yourself and you allow other people to judge you which affects your self-worth it affects your self-esteem it affects feeling good enough all of those are tied together and it's all again it's all based on the level of your healing based on and your level of healing is based on your level of understanding which is also based on your level of consciousness that's that's the truth there's no other way around that we all get to decide when we heal or not by not by deciding not to heal by deciding not to take the steps to heal to, by deciding to not allow yourself to heal, not making a decision is making a decision to accept the status quo. Not making a decision to change means you've decided to accept the status quo. You've decided to stay the same. You've decided to allow things to continue as they are. When you allow things to continue as they are and you're not already happy, the only person that you have to blame is you. And yesterday during our workshop, I did the I blame you exercise. I also did another exercise that says I'm responsible for me. And I, so I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. I am responsible for me. Nobody else is responsible for you, but you. Your husband's not responsible for you. Your, kid, your kids are not responsible for you. Your boss is not responsible for you. Your, um, your parents are not responsible for you. Your siblings are not responsible for you. Your friends are not responsible for you. You are responsible for you. God's source, higher power, Jesus, whatever, whatever you believe in for your higher power, they're not responsible for you. You are responsible for you. They can't make you heal. I can't make you heal. Your husband, your brother, sister, cousin, aunt, uncle, your kids, your mama, your daddy, none of them can make you heal. That's your decision or not. I, and I know that I'm getting all up in your grill today. You'll be all right. <laughs> you need to hear if I if I'm if I'm making you feel uncomfortable with this talk right here you need to hear this more than anybody if I if I am poking the bear right now you more than anybody need to hear what it is that I'm saying so sit your little happy ass down and get your notebook and your pen out and you start taking notes you need to save this episode so you can go back and listen to it again until it doesn't hurt anymore when you listen to this because you need to get your healing in all right. And so while we're on the subject, just like nobody can make you heal, no matter how much they love you, they cannot make you heal. They can't. And I, I, I case in point, I have a friend. He lost his mom like 90 days ago. And this is somebody that I've had a romantic relationship with about eight years ago. Um, I love him desperately. He is he's probably the one person and I'm not talking about Jason so I'm going to take that off the table it's not him but it's the one person that has made me smile 
more than anybody else on the face of the planet. He has, he showed me what real love was like. Like our, our relationship was not based off of sex, although our sex, our sexual relations was phenomenal. Our, we, our physical relationship was off the charts, but that wasn't the basis for our relationship. Unlike every other relationship I've ever had, it was based off of the physical. He loved me when I felt unlovable, which was weird to me. Like I, in my mind, I was totally unlovable. I was not worthy. I was not good enough. I was all of those things. I was still dancing. I was at the, this was at the tail end of my, of my dancing career, I guess you could call it. I was studying to be a personal trainer or half-assed studying to be a personal trainer. And so I, I met this guy he was totally phenomenal. He's 6'4", red bone, beautiful lips, works out all the time, 230 pounds, nicely cut, you know what I mean? Just beautiful. He had this deep voice and he was hilarious. Like we laughed all the time and we talked on the phone and we texted and it was just this amazing synergy of synergy of energy. And I, I just loved being in his presence. He made me want to be a better person, even though I, I did not have a level of healing in that moment to even believe that I deserved that kind of treatment or that kind of love. I did have enough understanding and consciousness to realize that if I didn't do something to change to make me a better person, that would make him proud to have me on his arm, I had enough understanding to realize that I would not keep him, that he would not stay in my life. He came from the corporate world and he didn't meet me in the, he didn't meet me in the strip, strip club. We met on an online dating site. Um, and so it was, it was different. He didn't meet me in that world and try to do the save a whole thing, save a stripper. It was, you know, hey, you met me. We have this great chemistry. We have this great conversation. He loved the fact that I loved football and we could have intelligent conversation about it. Football would be going on and I'm texting him, giving him play by play while he's at work. And it was just super awesome. And, um, and I'm still laughing about it because our relationship was great. Well, like I said, he lost his mom like 90 days ago and he's still counting the days since she's been gone and I and we had a conversation the other day and I was like babe like you can't you can't do that like you're never gonna heal if that happens and he was like you know he was like I don't want to say God was wrong but I really feel like he took the wrong one and I and and I told him and, and we had this conversation and I was really delicate about it because I know how he feels that his mom is a wonderful wonderful woman and him and his brother and his sister loved their parents she was great she was a great mom she she raised them very well raised them to be gentlemen raised them to be good people you know it it just just awesome just an awesome human being all the way around but none of us make it out alive number one so if you think you're going to live forever i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna poke the bear and i'm gonna pop your balloon right now nobody makes it out alive <laughs> okay we're, we're all gonna cross over into the afterlife at some point in time so if you if you accept that as a reality when it comes it's not so harsh to deal with because you know that you're gonna see that person on the other side now when you are totally 
evolved in that person, especially when it's a parent and you're very close to that parent, it's hard. And I get that. Like I, I remember losing my mom. He had to take his mom off with life support. I had to make the decision to take my mom off life support. So I am totally in sync with I have a level of understanding and I have a level of consciousness about where he's at. I also have my level of healing to understand where he's at in his level of healing or not. And so I was able to speak into his life in such a way where he got it. I was like, what if, because he lost his dad two years ago, like he's experienced a lot of loss in the last three or four years, like an exorbitant amount of loss. And I like the fact that he's still standing and even has anything positive to say about life whatsoever is totally amazing to me. And I'm, I, I applaud him for that and uh, super, super thankful that he's he's got that much in him to be able to do that. But I, I explained to him and I was like, my belief structure around people dying has changed. Like I'm, I'm very different than when we first met. You know, I, like I said, I, I believe in God and Jesus and, and, and all of that, but I don't, I think there's an afterlife. I don't want to call it heaven or hell. I just believe that there is an afterlife. I believe that God source, higher power lives inside us and we are always connected to him. I believe that when, when people are hurting and they're sad because God is pure positive light, he's pure positive energy, he's pure love and light. When we're not feeling loved, we pinch ourselves off from him. We feel disconnected to, to God, to source, to higher power. We, we, we feel disconnected. Now, his parents were married for over 40 years. I'm really surprised that she made it more than two years without her other half. Because statistics say if you've been married more than 30 years, when one spouse dies, the other spouse typically dies within six months to a year. And he was like, I, like literally this 85% die within the first six months to a year after their spouse passes away. So now with those statistics and your mom made it two years and I was like, is it my, my level of understanding, my level of consciousness is when we get to that point and we're just tired, we decide we don't want to be here anymore. What if she was just tired and she was, she was ready to be with your dad again? He's like, I never thought about it that way. Like my mom, when she, when she was done, I think she was just tired. My mom lived a hard life, man. She was a, she was an addict. She never beat her demons. She was addicted to prescription drugs and you know, she lived a hard life. She waited tables her whole life. And when she finally retired and said she couldn't do it, she had a bulging disc in her back. She was on medications for high blood pressure and cholesterol and um, depression and anxiety and all this other kind of stuff. She wasn't taking them like she's supposed to. And then you add in the stuff that she's taking for pain for her back and the street drugs that she's doing to try and ease the pain of all this other kind of stuff. She was blowing through her money in the first two weeks of the month. And she was living off one bag of ramen noodles a day for the last 10 days to two weeks of the month just to survive. My mom was tired. She was ready to go. And she made the decision. Like, it sucks for those of us that are left behind, but you can't be mad at them for just being tired and ready to go. And when I explained it to him at that level, 
in a way that he could receive it and not telling him that he's wrong, not telling him that his belief was wrong. You know, I, I told him and I was like, babe, that could be true. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not saying that your mom isn't a wonderful person because I know that she is. I'm not saying that she wasn't the light of the world because she was. What I am saying is that maybe she was just tired. Maybe she just got tired of missing your dad. Maybe she got tired of being alone. Yes, she had you and your brother, but it's not the same as having a husband. And when I explained it in that way, he, the light came on and he got it. You know, so sometimes you just got to give people the space and you got to give them the grace. And if you have the understanding and the consciousness before you speak to them, you've got to figure out their level of understanding and consciousness. And that means asking questions. That means having an understanding of where they are and being able to explain it at their level of understanding and in a healing way that helps them move forward. You can't heal the people that you love. It doesn't matter how much I want him to heal from that situation and from all the other situations that hurt him. I can't heal him. He has to want to heal and he has to do the work. Just like no matter how much I love you, if I know you personally and I know you're going through something, it doesn't matter how much I want you to heal. I can't heal you for you. You have to make the decision and you have to take that step. I can't make choices for anybody but me. I can't make choices for him. I can't make choices for my children. I can't make choices for my grandchildren. I, I can't make choices for my friends. If I had a significant other, I can't make choices for them either. I can't make choices for my brothers. They all have to make those choices, those decisions on their own. And in that same respect, they have to be responsible for the outcome of those choices and or decisions and the, and the consequences or repercussions, good, bad, or indifferent of those choices. It actually should give you some peace to, to know that you can't make choices for them that you, cause you're not responsible for them. You're not responsible for their happiness. You're not responsible for their level of healing. You're not responsible for their love or their understanding. You're not responsible for all of that. You're responsible for you. You can, you can give them loving advice. You can give them loving understanding. You can give them love. You can shower them with love and understanding and, and forgiveness and, and, and give them all of the circumstances of your situation, all of your experience. And it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they get to choose whether they allow that into their heart or not. They get to choose whether they take your information and apply it to their life or not. They get to choose whether or not they get to, they get, to, let me say that again. They get to choose whether they apply your information to their life or not. They get to choose whether they want to heal or not. The only thing you can promise to do is you can promise that they won't walk that journey alone. Think about that. You can promise that they won't walk that journey alone. That you're always going to be there in some capacity. You're there to listen. You're there for them to cry. You're there to hold them. You're there to hug them. You're there to, to give them information. 
whenever they're ready. You can even give them a roadmap. You can give them your roadmap that you took. But listen to me, when you give them your roadmap, your journey is different than their journey. You are going to have to be okay with them not accepting your roadmap. Or if they accept your roadmap and they choose to take a different path, you have to be okay with that because you are not responsible for their path. You're not responsible for their journey. You're responsible for you. Their trip is their trip and they have to do the work. You are there to support and or be a bridge to help them get from one place to the other. For them to get from one side of the river to the other. For You can, you can help them bridge the gap if they ask for it. You can help them bridge the gap if they're willing to accept it. You can help them bridge the gap if their level of healing, their level of understanding, and their level of consciousness will allow them to accept it. I hope that makes sense to you. Like, I'm, I'm so super passionate about all of that. I, like, I want you guys to get that. And I want you to think about this for a second. If you worry about what other people think of you, you're going to have more confidence in their opinion than you will your own. That goes back to what I said earlier, other people's opinion of you is none of your business and you should take them and their opinion right up to the damn nosebleed section and drop them off and you take your seat right back down in the VIP spot of your life and you conduct your life in the VIP manner and let them watch from afar. Other people's opinion of you is none of your business. When you start taking into account other people's opinion and you value their opinion more than you value your own, you cripple your self-esteem. You cripple your self-worth. You start teaching yourself that you're not good enough, that you're not smart enough, whatever that looks like for you. You've got to start valuing your opinion more than you value the opinion of others. The caveat to that is... You will never go further than your level of understanding if you're not willing to take a step to heal and improve your level of understanding and your level of consciousness, AKA you have to learn to be a better you. Sometimes learning to be a better you is learning from other people. Learning from other people has nothing to do with their opinion. Know that it's not opinions that you are taking information from to teach you how to be a better you. It's taking other people's life experiences that resonate with you that you can pull something out of as tangible and teach yourself how to be a better you. Asking questions doesn't mean that you're soliciting an opinion. You're soliciting information. An opinion is when somebody tells you something that's unsolicited. And I hope that makes sense. I hope that cleared that up because I don't want to, I, I, I don't want you to be afraid to ask somebody a question. You should ask them like, hey, what is your experience with this? Their experience with X, Y, or Z is at their level of healing, their level of understanding, their level of consciousness. But I would venture to guess if you're asking them questions, their level is higher than yours and you can learn from them. That's all I got today, guys. Like, I hope all of this made sense. You know what I mean? I, I, I want you to know that you can't rescue anybody. You're, res you're not responsible for rescuing anybody. I spend a, I spend a lot of time trying to get people to rescue me. I felt like I needed somebody to rescue me. I needed somebody else to be my, my superhero. When in all reality, I needed to be my own superhero. Just like you need to be your own superhero, everybody needs to be their own superhero. You can help them bridge the gap. You can 
point them in the right direction. You can loan them your map, give them your map. You can like what, whatever that looks like. But at the end of the day, we are all responsible for ourselves. We are responsible for our healing. We are responsible for our growth. We are responsible for our journey, not anybody else. We're responsible for loving ourselves. Nobody else is responsible for loving us. We're responsible for making ourselves happy. Nobody else is responsible for making us happy. And that includes your husband. So fellas, if you got a wife, I'm going to let you off the hook. You're not responsible for her happiness. And the flip side, ladies, you are not responsible for your husband's happiness. Will Smith did a, did a viral video that, uh, where he said, you know, he told Jada, like, I'm, I quit. I am no longer going to be responsible for your happiness. I want you to figure out what makes you happy and go do that. I want to add to what makes you happy, but I am not, I'm no longer responsible for it. And you are not responsible for my happiness. I am responsible for my happiness and we can come and be happy together. But I'm, I'm, I quit. You're fired. You're not, you're not responsible for my happiness. I, I'm firing you from that position. And I am, I'm quitting from the position of, of trying to make you happy. Because when you put somebody, put your happiness in somebody else's pocket, you're inevitably going to lose because they're going to walk off with your happiness and you're going to be left there standing around looking like what the hell just happened. So I want you guys to really get that. I hope that you really got some value out of what was going on today, what I talked about today. I hope that it resonated with you. Please, 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 if you love this podcast, make sure that you take a screenshot of today's podcast, put it on your IG stories and make sure you tag me in it. I would love to know what you got out of today's uh, out of today's podcast. You can tag me at Tammy underscore Loftus on IG in Instagram for those of you that don't know what that stands for or on your Facebook stories make sure you tag me at Tammy Loftus I would love to share it on my stories and give you a shout out if there is a subject that you guys would love for me to talk about make sure that you hit me on that inbox you can send me an email at Tammy at TammyLoftus.com or you can hit me in my DMs on Twitter Facebook or Instagram and let's have a chat. I love you guys so much. Please, please, please share this podcast with your friends and family. I want to help heal the world one soul at a time, whether it's men or women. And I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye now.